Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. The fifth statement of the Apostles' Creed is this, Jesus descended to the dead, and on the third day, He rose again. Why did Jesus descend to the dead? Between His death on Good Friday and His resurrection on Easter Sunday, Jesus' soul was made alive by the Holy Spirit and brought to the realm of the departed dead. This place is called Hades in the Greek language and Sheol in Hebrew. Jesus did not descend to hell or the lake of fire, which is the place of eternal punishment. The New Testament name for hell is Gehenna. The lake of fire will only be introduced at the second coming of Christ at the end of time. Many Jews in Jesus' day believed that paradise was the happy compartment of Hades or Sheol, which is located in the heart of the earth. This is why in the Old Testament, the dead was always spoken of as going down to Sheol. For the righteous dead, it wasn't a place of torment, but a resting place. For this reason, some of the early church fathers taught that prior to Jesus' resurrection, Hades had a good and bad compartment. The bad compartment was the abode of the wicked who dwelt there in great torment. But the happy compartment was called Abraham's bosom or paradise and was the holding area for all the righteous saints of the Old Testament. They taught that on Holy Saturday, that means the day after Good Friday, Jesus went down to Hades to proclaim his victory over death and to release all the righteous dead who were resting there. Some called this the heralding of Hades, that Jesus raided and plundered Hades, taking back all the Old Testament saints that it had tried to snatch away. Then, at his resurrection on Easter Sunday, he translated the whole realm of paradise from Hades to the third heaven. And today, only the unrighteous dead are left tormented in Hades. Now, this theory is purely speculative, based on some ancient Jewish traditions. The Bible doesn't say much concerning this. What Peter says is that Jesus went and made proclamations to the spirits in prison. And these were disobedient spirits from the days of Noah. Who were these imprisoned disobedient spirits? Some believe that they were the human souls of the unrighteous dead, while others say that they were fallen angels. Now, of course, it could be both because in the days of Noah, demons and humans were committing gross sins and consummated. Now, we don't know exactly what Jesus proclaimed to these unrighteous spirits in Hades. The Greek word here is proclamation, not evangelization. So Jesus was not giving them a second chance to be saved by the gospel. Most likely, Jesus proclaimed, the victory of the cross, and judgment on these wicked spirits. After all, the Bible says that even those under the earth must acknowledge His ultimate lordship. 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on earth, and of those under the earth. I believe that on the third day, he rose again. So the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus is the central truth of the Christian faith. Its importance can never be overemphasized. Number one, the resurrection proves that Jesus is truly divine. He is fully vindicated. He is the eternal God, the second person of the Trinity. If there was no resurrection, then Christianity is a false religion and a lie. Then there is no Christianity. Number two, the resurrection means that the penalty for sin was fully paid. The debt has been completely cancelled. We can now be totally forgiven. Paul says, if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is worthless. Why? Because you're still in your sins. This is the only way for us to be reconciled to God. Number three, the resurrection means that the power of sin and death was forever broken. Jesus now holds the keys to death and Hades. By faith, God has raised us up together with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realm in Christ Jesus. Christians never need to fear Satan or death ever again. Now link to this is the next point. Number four, the resurrection means that we can face death victoriously. When we go through the valley of the shadow of death, we never need to fear again. Whenever we lose a loved one who is a believer, we have this, we have this hope that we will see each other again at the resurrection of the dead. We are confident of this hope because Jesus has gone before us and like Him, all believers will one day be resurrected too. Number five, the resurrection means that the greatest power is already at work within you. The spirit of resurrection is already dwelling in you. Your old man is buried with Christ through water baptism into death. Satan's hold on you is broken. And just like Christ was raised from the dead by the power of the Spirit, you have been raised to live a brand new victorious life. Hallelujah. Number six, the resurrection has an impact on our service to the Lord now because of the hope that we will be resurrected one day. Paul says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So we are no longer afraid of death. We know that even if we suffer and die, we will live again. So we can endure any persecution and hardship for the sake of Christ and for the gospel. Amen. Thank you and God bless.